Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Intentional Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Justin, along with our other host. I'm Cresta. My beautiful and awesome <laughs> wife. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. So, today we're going to talk about something that I think all of us like talking about, uh, but maybe not all of us know how to talk about. I would agree. And uh, so today's topic is going to be centered around intimacy. What is intimacy in a marriage? It is. I don't know. What is it? intimacy in a marriage? <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about that and um, really go into some of the other things that are assumed part of intimacy, but maybe even some things that people don't consider parts of intimacy as well. And we're going to talk about how we define it and how we keep it alive Absolutely. in our own marriage. And we do keep it alive, right? We do. Every, Every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get started. So when I talk about intimacy and I say intimacy to you, what do you think? Well, I, I think that we first need to give the the dictionary definition of intimacy. Okay. Um, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary, intimacy is defined as a close familiarity or friendship or a closeness. And the example that they give is, quote, the intimacy between a husband and a wife, end quote. All right. So to me, that says a lot of nothing. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> it can be interpreted millions of different ways. Absolutely. So one thing I think of when I think of intimacy, um, and I think most people would agree with me, is sex. I think that's probably the biggest thing that comes to people's mind when we, you start to talk about intimacy, being intimate, but it's so much more than that, isn't it? Right. People put blinders onto, onto intimacy and, and they, they bunch it or group it with sex and that's where they stop. Just stop it right there. That's, that's the end of it for a yeah. lot of people. And one of my favorite quotes that I've told you a lot is that if you only want intimacy through sex, you don't actually care about intimacy. You only want sex. Exactly. You know, and, and that can go both ways, men and women. Absolutely. Women women are the same way. A lot of men don't don't know that women have a lot of the same thought processes. <laughs> <laughs> right? So <clears throat> when when we start talking about intimacy, what other things outside of sex do you think about when when we're talking about intimacy? Uh there's a lot of things that that we talk about when we talk about intimacy. Um spending time together. Okay. Uh, it's 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 an, a mental and emotional state as much as a physical thing when it comes to intimacy. There's intimacy in, see, help me out with this list. My, my brain is not, uh, not throwing them out there. There's the sex aspect. There's, uh, maybe the emotional connection we have, the emotional connection, uh, the, the way that you think like, like on a mental level. Okay. Um, because if you can be childish together, right? Which we highly recommend. Yes, it's a lot of <laughs> it, fun. It builds that intimacy. Yes. Um, and when you have intimacy in one area, the intimacy in in the other areas is a lot stronger as okay. well. So would you say would you say it would be accurate today that a lot of people would instead of using the word intimacy would use maybe the word connection? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So when a lot of couples are talking about, you know, we have such a good connection, we, we would you say that that is, they're saying they have an intimate relationship, just maybe defining it a little different with today's term? Oh, for sure. 
Yeah. Yep. One hundred percent. I know that we we kind of use the terms uh, interchangeably. Interchangeable. Uh, some days we're connected, and some days we're intimate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's moment to moment. Correct. <laughs> and so, as far as that connection or intimacy, how important is that to a marriage? I believe that that is part of the foundation of marriage. Okay. Uh, if you aren't close, you, you probably need to figure out how to be close if you're married. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. It, it could end tragically. Yes. Yes. You know, and one one of the things we often talk about is while we don't put a lot of uh, pressure on the statement, we do kind of use sex as kind of a barometer of where a relationship is. Oh, absolutely. We that that has been mentioned uh, more than I can count as far as when we're talking about intimacy is um it, if your sex life is in a healthy state, it gauges how well the intimacy is outside of the bedroom. Correct. Yeah, cuz we you know, we've mentioned this before, but we spend a lot of time throughout the day just talking, connect connecting to one another and that tends to, when we get home, bleed over into other things, specifically the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it allows us to constantly be in that state where we are, again, I'm going to use the word interchangeably, but where we're constantly connected to one another, where we're constantly interacting with one another and just really right there in the moment with one another, moment by moment. I don't know that there's a ton of time for us personally there's not a ton of, of points in time where we aren't plugged into each other. Correct, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that for us really was the foundation uh, when we initially got together, start, started dating, and we were connected and have essentially been connected since, and it's been, it's been very intentional on our part. We do things intentionally to stay that way. I can tell you something we don't do intentionally. What's that? Uh, we don't start paying attention and realize it's four o'clock in the morning and we have to get <laughs> up in two hours. <laughs> that That is a very true statement. That is one of the few things we do not intentionally do. <laughs> yes. We are not clock watchers. No, we will start talking and we will not stop talking until one of us almost literally passes out. <laughs> Mid conversation sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's both ways. You've done it, I've done it. Yes. So so as we're talking about intimacy in a marriage, what are some ways that you and I maintain our intimacy inside of our marriage? It, a lot of it comes back to the communication aspect, okay. uh, how we communicate and as often as we communicate, uh, because we're not afraid to tell each other when something is good, bad, indifferent uh, or otherwise. Yeah. I'd say one, one of the ways we do it is, is we take care of each other. And what I mean by that is if I get home early from dinner or from work, I'm cooking dinner. Right. And I'll have that ready for you. If you get home early from work, you're cooking dinner or at least contacting me, letting me know, Hey, what do you want for dinner? What do you want me to start? Um, I think that's an important aspect because if somebody is home earlier it allows the other person to get home and you start enjoying your evening at the same time. Right. Which is usually sooner. A lot sooner. Than if you're trying to figure out, well, what are we doing? Right. 
I, I think some other ways we do it is one of the things I think is huge for maintaining that intimacy is shared experiences. And while what I'm about to say might sound a little trivial, I think I think the concept there is is foundational for good intimacy, and that's doing little things like going going to the store together, whether it's running down to the little quickie mart, whether it's running to the grocery store, running to Walmart. I still love that you call it a quickie mart. <laughs> what else are you supposed to call it? It's a quickie mart. You're in there quick and you come out. It's a little mart. It's a quickie mart. But uh, yeah, just having all those share, shared experiences together. And that goes well beyond that. That goes to going to family events, going to kids' sporting events, doing all these things together. There's one thing that you haven't mentioned that you do that is what you call a little thing. I think it's huge. And I believe that it impacts our intimacy immensely. And what's that? You go out of your way. No, sometimes it's out of your way. Sometimes it's not. Uh, to the quickie mark. No. <laughs> Around here, we call it a come and go. Yeah, that, that's right. We do have come and goes. We have big Ds. <laughs> yes, we do. But we digress. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you have made it a point to go to sleep when I go to sleep. Yes. And get up in the morning when I get up in the morning, whether you need to or not. Yes, that is very accurate. That That is very much a conscious decision I make. Oh, absolutely intentional. <laughs> yes, that that is very intentional. And while we talked a little bit before about going to bed late and just falling asleep on one another, on those nights that we do have work or I'm out of town working, we do tend to hang up the phone together, go to bed together if we're here at our house We'll go to sleep together and, again, wake up together. And that's, to me, I, I do understand that there are some people who are night people like myself. There are some people who are morning people, which is the exact opposite of me. But I think making that that effort to want to be with your your spouse is is huge for them. Absolutely. And I'm not saying there aren't nights that I stay up a little later. Maybe you're tired earlier than I am, and so I'll stay up a little later. But that's... There was a recent night where it was the other way around. There was, yeah. <laughs> there, I, I was you very tired. You were in bed at, at 9 o'clock, and <laughs> yes. I, was, I was not. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's, that's another reason or another point to, to exemplify the, the, the amount of time you want to spend with one another. Well, I... And, I hadn't mentioned it yet. Uh, like we haven't discussed it, but there's a, I'm not going to say obvious. It might be, it's obvious to me difference in our level of intimacy in a few different areas. Uh, over the last, I'm going to, I'm going to say few days where we were not going to bed at the same time. Yes. Yeah. And I think again, all those little things impact your intimacy and you've got to be, You've got to pay atten attention to those things. And when you notice you're kind of going off course, you've got to quickly correct yourself. And sometimes we all, we all walk through life with blinders on. And sometimes it takes somebody outside saying, hey, we, we haven't been doing this that we normally do, and I miss that. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of times, and especially for us men, uh, when we get wrapped up specifically in our work, We'll get wrapped up in our work, and that will be the only thing we see. And it's not that we don't want to take the time. It's not that we are consciously saying, well, I'm just going to put her aside and I'm going to focus on this. I think us as men have got to be very intentional in, in stopping. And um, I think the best example of that is my work phone. 
You right. know, I work for a company that gives me a phone that I, I can use for personal use. And in fact, I was using for personal use for a, a, a long time. And we noticed that, hey, it's six o'clock in the morning. You don't start work till eight. Why are you checking your emails first thing when you get up? Why are you responding to emails when we're yeah, getting why ready? Why aren't you hanging out with me in the morning? Right. <laughs> You know, and that's an important thing because we had that two hours in the morning where we could spend with one another and then I would be distracted. Right. And so you and I talked about it and I very quickly made the decision that, okay, this isn't healthy. While it's a small thing today, it's not going to be healthy in the long run. So let's go get me my own phone, personal phone. I can shut off the work phone, have it, you know, on from eight to five. And then after that, I just turn it off and I use my personal phone. I, I know you give me a lot of heck for switching my nut number and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I pick on you pretty hard about that. But I think that was an important that was an important decision in our relationship to show you that I understand my tendencies, and even though I have these tendencies, I'm going to put up barriers for myself and self regulate so that this isn't happening. And it's about being self disciplined because nothing in life is going to happen, whether it's intimacy or anything else unless you yourself are able to hold yourself accountable. And that was one aspect in, in which I had to do that. Right. And you mentioned how men uh, tend to focus on their work. Um, I, I think we need to mention that, that women do it too. Um, by work, I mean children. Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't give birth to any kids. Uh, I don't have personal experience, but I do know that it happens because I do have stepkids and I will even distract myself with that. Yes. Uh, and I'm not around them all the time. So I could not imagine trying to focus on an intimate relationship while having kids 24-7. Yes. yeah, It and, does take effort. And as far as, far as the, the, the sexual side of the intimacy goes, I think it's important for young couples to, to have a discussion about maybe First and foremost, make make it a point that it's something you want as a couple to be a, I don't want to say a focal point, but something that's important enough for you guys that you're willing to put it on the schedule. And you and I have had conversations a, a lot, um, and you're very much, we, we're not going to schedule this, we're not going to throw he, it on the schedule. He's talking about the sexual, sexual side of intimacy. Yes, the sexual side <laughs> of intimacy. And But those young couples that have, you know, they have, two, three, four kids, all those kids play sports, you know, they're running around, they, they just don't have time, prioritize it in your life, make it a priority in your life, and make it so important that it needs to go on the schedule. And I, I think that's really important because otherwise, if it's not that important, it's going to get pushed off because it's the easiest thing probably to push off and prolong. I'm tired, we'll do it tomorrow. Having... Uh... Having said that, I think that we also need to remind people that um, spontaneity is fun. So it if you're is. gonna if you're gonna take it to to in that direction and and schedule it, don't be afraid. Okay, so we have sex on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and that's it. That's all. You don't get to look at me. You don't get to touch me. You don't get to even think about it on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. So just don't even. You know, it, that, that's not how it should be. You should you should have those times, but you should also make sure that you're open to the spontaneous uh, situations as well. Yeah, and I would agree with that. Like, it doesn't need to be cut and dry, but for, for both partners, it needs to be something that 
you know, may, maybe you do work an eight to five job. You come home, you're, you're making dinner, you're dealing with the kids. And by eight o'clock, you're just beat tired and you're in bed. Um, I think it's important that they have those, but I, to, to your point, there needs to be those moments where maybe you had a day off, maybe it was Memorial day or something like that. And it's on an off day, but you know, the opportunity presents itself by no means. Do you want to stifle that? Because you're right. The, some of those spontaneity, spontaneity times, spontaneous, <laughs> spontaneous times. Thank you. Um, are some of the best, um, best times you, you and I have had, although I, I would say every time is well, well and we've never had it scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> we've been lucky. We haven't had to worry about that. But I think that if you are scheduling it and you are prioritizing that, that when your kids are out of the house, it is going to come more naturally and more spontaneous and, and maybe more frequently. Hopefully more frequent. Yes. Um, so we've talked a lot about intimacy and some of the, the ways we do it. What, what tips do you have for, for couples who may be struggling, not necessarily with, with wanting intimacy, just struggle, struggling, maintaining it in the midst of their busy lives. What, what is the number one tip you would give? I think the first tip I would give is to make it a priority. And again, going off the schedule thing, make it a priority. And whether that's sending small texts throughout the day, whether that's, you know, you get home early and there's some dishes to be done, do the dishes. Again, not having any expectation of anything in return, but those little things allow your wife to come home and breathe a breath and relax. There's that, not that extra tension there like, oh, crap, I've got a 100 things to do. Instead, she comes home and, oh, I only have a few things to do now because he's helped out. I think it goes back to really being a good partner in all aspects of your relationship, not just doing the dishes, not just cooking dinner, not just, you know. Heck, if your wife's tired and you know her car's only has a quarter tank of gas, husbands, get your ass up and go get her some <laughs> damn gas. Like, seriously. Um, and, grab, and grab an ice cream bar while you're there. Uh, maybe. But, <laughs> you know, go get her some gas. And I'm not saying do that all the time. But, you know, if she's tired and you know, you know, she, maybe she drives a ways to work and that's not going to be enough to get her there. Um, go do that for her. Take five, 10 minutes out of your day, 15 minutes, depending on where you live, how far the quickie mart is. And, uh, go do that for her. Just do little things like that. I think will help your intimacy. I think women can do that too. I think that the knowledge that you're thinking about me on a regular basis throughout the day Mm -hmm. builds intimacy in, in all aspects. Um, so yeah, your number one tip would be Prioritize it, huh? Yeah. Do you want to hear mine? Yes. Have fun. Yes. Have Be fun. a dork. Yeah. Together. Yes. Like, <laughs> don't don't be too serious. Don't you know? It, it's okay to laugh in yes. your relationship, and if you can laugh together, that builds intimacy. Yeah, I think it goes back to again just sharing those experiences with one another. Um. Yeah. Any closing thoughts you have? Oh, no, not really. I mean, my closing thought every day is that I love you. Yeah, and I love (laughs) you. Well, that's all we have time for today, guys. We appreciate you guys listening wherever you may be listening from. Um, If you guys would like to find out more about uh, what Crest and I do, 
uh, you guys can tune into our website. It's deviationbydesign.com. Uh, go, go ahead and look, look us up if you're wanting to find out more about how to uh, maybe help your intimacy in a relationship. Uh, we would be happy to uh, book a 30-minute call with you guys. It's all free of charge, and uh, we can dive into more of the, the ins and outs of that and see if we can't be- benefit you in some way. Again, we thank you guys all for li- listening, and uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye. Bye.